first love is powerful and nearly impossible to forget. And if it's meant to be, it can be strong enough to cross the span of time and space, no matter what happens in between. There's something truly romantic about a love that never quite ran its course. In 1956, Ellen Kayser and Peter Johnson came to UW-Madison from two different worlds. While Peter had his eyes on Ellen during their freshman year, it wasn't until the fall semester of their sophomore year when they began dating. It was a love story that began on Langdon Street. Ellen was the president of her sorority, Delta Gamma, and Peter was a part of the Psi Upsilon fraternity. At the time, though, they simply didn't sync up. Peter was too wild. Ellen was more mature. Ellen and Peter graduated from UW-Madison in 1960 and diverged onto their own paths into the world to become the people they were meant to be. Lights out, curtains closed, radio silence. Each of them went on to marry other people, follow their career dreams, and have children. Back then, it wasn't hard to be completely in the dark about what an old lover was up to. While they both lived in Wisconsin, they didn't cross paths. Until one day, when Peter bumped into Ellen for the first time in 20 years. Peter was out mowing his lawn in Applewood, a subdivision on Madison's west side. One of Ellen's good friends happened to live right up the road from Peter at the time. Without knowing it was him, Ellen pulled over the car to ask for help with directions. As she walked out of her car, Peter looked up, and for a brief moment, they simply just looked at each other. Peter realized it was her, and Ellen realized it was him, and they went on to engage in small talk conversation, as former flames do. And before he knew it, she was back in her car and on her way. When she drove away, I said, you know, I think someday I'm going to marry that girl. And I really did say that to myself as I continued to mow the lawn, Peter says. Peter was recently separated, and he promised himself he would wait one year following his divorce before he would pick up the phone to call Ellen. Peter felt he needed to acclimate himself back into being single, getting the hurt out of his system and the failure of his first marriage to allow himself to open his heart again. It was August 1985 when Peter finally decided it was time. One day at work, the phone rang. Ellen remembers hearing someone in the department saying that there was someone on the phone with a loud voice asking for her. Do you know who this is? Peter asked her. With a voice like that, a voice I can never forget, Ellen told him, hi, Peter. Lights on, curtains open, a familiar voice. It wasn't until November 1985 that Ellen and Peter finally found a date to meet. There was a snowstorm that day, so the roads were icy and Ellen called Peter to reschedule. The two of them decided to meet at Smokey's Club in Madison. In the restaurant's dark ambiance, the two found themselves reminiscing about old memories, old friends, and the nearly 25 years that had passed since they last saw one another. At the time, we were roughly 45, 46 years old, and you're a lot more of a mature person, and you've experienced a lot of things in life by then. You approach a relationship a whole lot differently than you do when you're 20 years old, Peter says. Ellen's son, Grant Frouchy, remembers her first official date with Peter. When Peter pulled up in a red Corvette convertible, Frouchy had his doubts. I remember thinking to myself that this guy doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell taking my mom out in a convertible on a cold night to a hockey game, Frouchy says. He remembers his mom coming home after the date and asking her how it was. He knew the hockey game wasn't going to be the highlight of it. He drives too fast, but the sound system in his car was excellent, Ellen says. Despite the fact that Ellen wasn't a fan of hockey, fancy cars, or cold winter nights, it wasn't about that. It was about the person sitting in the driver's seat. I always thought they were kind of meant for each other, says Tim Dean, a friend who first met Peter when they were in high school and was his roommate at UW-Madison. During their freshman year, following a Badger win, Peter ran out on the football field to yank one of the little red flags out of the end zone. It was an old school tradition for the band to parade down Langdon Street when Wisconsin won, 
and behind the band marched Peter. Years later, after Peter and Ellen were married, the red flag was sitting in their garage. With the emotions of a first love and the depths of lived experience, Ellen and Peter Johnson remain as in love as they were at 50, today at 83 years old. As she said after we got married, all that wildness at 20 I didn't like, but that wildness at 50 I did like, Peter says. <laughs>